Hey friends, we have now officially celebrated three years of this podcast and I'm so honored that you have taken the time to listen for as long as you've been listening to. Perhaps you didn't actually listen to us three years ago, but you may have listened to multiple episodes in the last few years or few months and we are so grateful for that. We are in the middle of a rerun series of the best of the best episodes that have happened over the last three years. And if you have not gone back and listened to some of those, I encourage you to do so. We talked about what the planner's relationship with rental companies are. We've talked about how upselling your client is good and not just a sales strategy, but also an expert strategy and making you the professional. And then today you are going to listen to Pinterest strategies for rental companies and some things and strategies that you might need to know that you might not have known before now. Pinterest is one of the best um, platforms for us as rental companies to be using because what we sell and what we rent is so visual. And so other than Instagram, Pinterest is the number one platform that we should be utilizing, not just as a search engine, for our own selves or for our own companies of what to create and what to do, but also as a strategy to bring more people into your funnels. So I encourage you to listen to today's episode and you might want to have a pen and paper nearby because these are some things that you are for sure going to want to write down and start implementing in your own company. And so listen in to today's episode about Pinterest strategies for rental companies. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. Hey there, welcome into the Render Podcast. I am so excited for you to hear from one of our very own Brooke Hicks on our team. She is the one that edits this podcast every single week and does a fantastic job keeping us all on track for this very podcast. And you get to hear from her today with Julianne Smith. Julianne is the owner of Carter Girl, and she is an expert at Pinterest. And so today, you're going to be hearing from Brooke and Julianne all about Pinterest strategies for rental companies specifically. So if you are a rental pro and you struggle with Pinterest or you're wanting to learn maybe some new tips about Pinterest and how to really be engaged with those followers and produce quality content for them to see, then listen in to this episode all about Pinterest. I also want to let you know if you love this podcast, will you please go to Apple Podcasts and go to the Write a Review and let us know what you love about the podcast, what is inspiring you and maybe refer it to a couple rental pro friends of your own. Well, anyways, listen in to today's episode all about Pinterest for rental companies with Brooke and Julianne Smith. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. 
After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. another episode of the Render Podcast. Today we are going to be discussing Pinterest strategies for rental companies and I am so excited to be here today with you in a conversation with Julianne Smith, the owner of Garter Girl. Julie is an expert on all things Pinterest and we are just so excited to get to chat with her today. So Julie, will you please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and why you're so passionate about Pinterest? I know. I love it. It's always like this weird segue. It's like, what does wedding garters have to do anything with Pinterest? And I'm like, exactly about 0%. But then again, what does wedding garters really have to do with anything? Um, So yes, my name is Julie Smith and my business is The Garter Girl. Uh, But I also uh, help and work with lots of fellow wedding and event businesses to help them. A lot of content creation and uh, mostly blogging and SEO and things like that. But lately, what I've really been talking about and helping a lot of folks out about with is Pinterest. There's really no data to support this, but it's more just like my gut. I feel that a lot of folks are leaning into like the third-party platforms a little bit more as opposed to maybe their own website or their own blog, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest. And so um, for six years, I used to run a wedding blog for weddings in Washington, D.C., where I live. And I was doing the garter business at the same time. Um, So that's how I kind of backed into a lot of this content creation, blogging, things like that. So that's my backstory. Love that. Yeah, Pinterest is, we have started to use Pinterest a lot lately. And the growth there is just incredible. I feel like the amount of viewers and everything that you get on your content there just seems to perform a lot better than any of the other social platforms that we're on. So we really love it. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest misunderstanding about Pinterest is really it's not social media. Mm -hmm. So their whole point, Pinterest's whole point, it's a search and discovery platform. So they're really trying to take their pinners in this case, our potential clients and match them up with people that can solve their problems, right? So it's everything from like, what should I cook for dinner tonight to, you know, in your case, in the case of rental companies, it would be like, you know, what chair goes with this linen or, you know, where do I put lights on the dance floor, things like that. And so so Pinterest doesn't do or make anything. And so they need people like us. They need us content creators to upload our ideas and our inspirations and our knowledge to their platform. So they're, they're looking for what we have and they're really interested in supporting other businesses like us, you know, Facebook, Instagram, you know, that's just not their business model, right? They're not necessarily interested in supporting small businesses and getting people to click over to our website and hire us and things like that. You know, they want us to stay on Instagram, to stay on Facebook and do everything and anything 
that we need right within their platform. Mm -hmm. So it's just, they're two completely different business models. Um, And so as business owners, it really helps to understand that. And then, so then we can sort of tailor what we're doing on those platforms. Yeah, for sure. Well, first I wanted to ask you, and you kind of went into this a little bit, but what are a few reasons why you think rental companies should be on Pinterest? You kind of went into, it's almost like a search engine, you know, for people to go in and ask questions or whatever in the Pinterest search bar. But why else is, Mm -hmm. is it such a good platform for rental companies specifically? Well, number one, I think it's first and foremost is where your clients are, mm-hmm. whether those clients are actual couples getting married or, you know, I know you guys do a lot of corporate stuff. So it's like corporate people trying to plan their events and pull it together. Um, or it, like on the wedding side, it would be whether those clients of yours are actual wedding planners, designers, and they're looking for ideas too. I just, I think it's when you're talking weddings and events, I think you're on Pinterest at some point to do something, mm-hmm. whether it's another like a co-vendor who brought you on to say, hey, this is what the client wants um, or a bride or a groom or a couple or something. And, and you're on just to look for ideas, inspirations, try to get yourself educated on a topic. You know, I think first and foremost, we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok to be entertained, right? We're standing in line at the grocery store or wherever, and we're bored, or it's at night, and we're bored, and we're like, entertain me, right? That's why these like videos and dances are so addicting on um, TikTok and you know now Instagram, right? Because mm-hmm. it's entertaining. It's almost like, like you know, short form streaming, right. right? Like a Netflix or something like that. Whereas on Pinterest, people are there to have their problems solved, mm-hmm. and it's very specific. And it's very much, and I think it really plays into those of us on the vendor side of the wedding and event industry, right? Because what do we love more than anything, right? It's solving people's problems, helping people navigate, whether it's their wedding or their, their corporate event they're doing. It's like, let me just do this for you and show you how I can make this so much easier for you. That's what we do. And then the other reason why I think it's so good for the wedding and event industry is like we have what every other business on Pinterest wants and that's gorgeous content and we just have it like by default because that's what we do in the in the creative we we like make things pretty and gorgeous and it comes naturally to us and it's on repeat every weekend multiple times a weekend every day all day it's just pictures and it's not just gorgeous pictures and it's not just like one it's like, let me take this like beautiful piece of furniture or this beautiful linen and let me take like 40 different angles of it. Right. And that's what Pinterest wants. It's that visual search engine. It's like Google in picture form. It's a visual search engine. Yeah. And, you know, I'm in all these, you know, Pinterest groups and, and for different industries, whether they're like um, recipe bloggers or interior designers, and they're all so jealous of us in the wedding industry because we have content and it comes easy. Yeah. It comes easy. So true. They are like, please give me your bouquet with 4,000 different angles. Show me all the different ways that this, you know, linen or chair or whatever can be used. Yeah. That's what they want on Pinterest. And that's what we have. So true. 
Yeah. I just went off on a tangent there. No, you didn't. You perfectly answered my question. Also, the fact that on Pinterest, you link it directly to your website is just a huge win. Mm-hmm. People click and then can be directly on your website. I feel like you can't really do that with any other platform. No, because the, yes. And thank you for bringing that up. That's such a good point. And it's really because, you know, it's about growing what you own on the internet, right? And when you're on Facebook, you're growing Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's not important, uh, but, you know, Facebook goes away. You don't get to take those users and viewers and likes and all those thumbs up and comments. You don't get to take them with you. Yeah. So being on Pinterest is a whole different story. And Pinterest is all about growing your account and your your meaning for your business, right? They're all about sending the pinner off to get what they need. Because then the pinner's like, man, that Pinterest, they always give me what I want. They solve my problems. (laughs) And that creates credibility with Pinterest. But you know, it's funny, I had a client the other day and that I was helping with Pinterest and she was very much like, okay, I would like to know. And as absolutely she should, was very much like, I would like to know the specific ROI on Pinterest. And I want to know exactly um, how many appointments are coming from these different pins. And, you know, we, we can set all that stuff up. However, there's so many other benefits to being on Pinterest that are unable to, to quantify. And so I was telling her, I was like, listen, you know, p- being on Pinterest um, helps your overall Google rankings, right? And so if you now show up on page one, for one of your search terms and a customer books you from that, who gets the credit, Pinterest or Google? Or, you know, we were talking about like ways that Pinterest can really help grow her email list. And it was really growing her email list at a significant clip. And when, you know, they send out an email, they do like a weekly email blast. And when a customer books an appointment from a weekly, from one of their email blasts, is it the email that gets the credit, the email marketing Or is it the Pinterest that grew the account? So I just, there's just so many benefits to being on Pinterest that um, are tough to, to track. I think like when you're on Instagram, it's a little easier to, you can set up the little tracking and you can kind of see where people go. Right. We had a pin. This was actually, it's funny you brought that up. A couple weeks ago, we had a pin that linked to an email opt-in because we do education, of course, our, this is our education sure. podcast and it linked to right. a freebie that we have. And we got, I think Kaylee said 400 something email opt-ins just from that, those like two specific pins. And I'm like, that's right. easy. That would never happen on Instagram. So no organic too. There wasn't an ad or anything running. So it's just, we love I it. mean, it's, it's, it's a cost benefit analysis. And that's why I think, you know, it's so good for those of us in the wedding and event space, right? Because mm-hmm. I only have so many hours in the day, right? And I'm looking for those things that are going to give me the biggest bang for my buck, and that are going to have the biggest longevity. And I think sometimes personally, where I get sort of upset with Instagram is that it's like, there's not that longevity, right? Like I take so much time to do a post and make a clever caption and research my hashtags. And, you know, there's ways to kind of speed it all up, of course, and get faster and better at it and pre-schedule it and stuff like that. But I think I was looking, I think the lifespan of an Instagram post, like 48 hours. Wow. That's it. And I mean, I have pins from two, three, four years ago that are still bringing me just as much traffic as the ones from last week. 
Yeah. I mean, at minimum, at minimum, it takes, I think it's like 30 to 45 days for your pin to sort of reach its like full potential on Pinterest, mm-hmm. right? So it's not great for those, Pinterest is not great for that immediate, like we're having like a sample sale this weekend or, you know, th- we're having like a huge warehouse sale right now, right? Like that's more your Instagram or email blast. Right. But if you're talking about long-term, like what chair goes with what table or like what my favorite, this is my favorite blog post. It's my favorite question is what is a rental? Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. Um, people don't know what a rental is. No, true. Well, I call it like, they don't know. It's like one of those weird inside baseball terms. So if you're on Pinterest going like, what's a rental? I just booked my, you know, in your mind, you're like, well, I just booked my venue. And they said they want to know, if I want the rental chairs or if I want the other Shivari chairs that, you know, it's just, it's like answering those questions, which, right, were you and I, were the experts in our field. Mm-hmm. So to like spout off a pin or, you know, a blog post that that gets traffic from a pin or something about like, what's a Shivari chair or what's a rental and why do I need it? We could do that in our sleep. Right. Well, I couldn't, you could, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just, it's, it's. I'm kind of going off on so many tangents here, but I think it just plays into all of our expertise and sort of everything that we have going for us. Yeah. Pinterest is perfect for educating your client and selling them on your product all in one. Yeah. And it's like, you get to show you you're an expert, right? You get to say like, you know, I know so much about this right? I'm the expert and I have this massive inventory and I can help you. And I've worked at, you know, X number of venues, X number of times. And let me show you. And like, you know, you, you, you bring them over to your website with your compelling pin. I don't, what's your pin on the education side? What's it about? Do you know, do you mind telling or what's your opt-in about? I'm trying to remember what this one was like a toolbox, like what's all in our toolbox, like checklist and they can sign Mm. up to get the PDF like downloaded. Something like that. Yeah. So that was another rental company or another industry peer who was on there going like, what the heck am I supposed to pack in my kit? Right. And they went to Google, right? And maybe it sent them to a pin or a Pinterest board um, or they were right on Pinterest itself and they were typing in probably something like toolkit or rental company toolkit or something like that and or maybe just like ideas for rental company things like like all kinds of different things can lead you certain places as we all know mm-hmm. right like I think I've been to the end of Pinterest and back when it comes to like chicken taco recipes but <laughs> right. it's it it you really they're trying to match up what the pinner's looking for yeah and when you answer their question you the content creator you get to show your expertise right yeah. I mean, those people downloading that toolkit, like for you, it's like you're growing your email list, right? But you're also showing that you're the expert. Right. And that's that's huge. Trust. You get to say I'm like the best without having to come out <laughs> and say I'm the best. Right. Okay. Well, we've talked a little bit about why rental companies should be on Pinterest. Let's talk a little bit about what maybe they need to know before getting started. Mm-hmm. So. Um, this is great. What the number one thing I wish if they, if they take anything away is that you don't need to have a blog to be successful on Pinterest. Um, 
I think there's a lot of misconceptions uh, when it comes to Pinterest and blogging and sort of how it goes down. And, you know, let's be honest, we work in the wedding and event industry and most professionals hate their blog. Um, It's like they don't like it. They're like, I'm a florist. Um, You know, I just do the linens. Like I'm not a writer. And so that's why I think Instagram kind of took off so much because it's like, let me just post this pretty picture and let my work speak for itself. Done. And so I just, of the, let's say, dozen clients I had last year, or sorry, this this year, it's October when we're recording this, but I did thousands, thousands of pins for each one of them and not one of them went to a blog post. Mm -hmm. And this is where we get to take the win because we're in the wedding and event space and we can do that, right? If you're in another niche, you probably need to have a blog. But for, you know, those of us in the wedding and event space, we get to, because we have so much content and good content, like beautiful, helpful, inspiring content, you do not have to have a blog to use Pinterest. So do you suggest they just get straight to just their homepage on their website? Well, you can do that for sure. Um, If you have galleries, like a gallery showing your work, Mm -hmm. um, that is, that's a great way to um, get some business or sorry, get some traffic from to your website. So you can do the gallery. We did a lot of gallery linking. So let's say it's like, you know, a real wedding or it's like different examples of their work or, you know, things like that. I mean, and you don't have to, this might be getting in the weeds, so stop me. But like, let's say it's a a gallery of a real wedding. And let's say you only have like five pictures. But maybe through the photographer, you have access to like 105 photos that show off your work. Mm -hmm. You can still link to those galleries, even though that particular image is not in the gallery. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So it's, you can pin all over your website. It doesn't just have to be your blog. That's sort of my point. Yeah. Like straight to the sales page or something even. Straight to, and to your point, you can link to your sign up page. You can link to your opt-in page. You can link to your book an appointment with us. You can link to, this is my new favorite one, is your frequently asked questions page. Let's say you have a frequently asked questions page and there's like 10 questions on there. You can make a whole series, series of pins where it's like, how many chairs do I need to order for X number? And if that question's answered and they can click over and get that answer on that page, that's just as good as a blog post. Yeah. I like that idea. That's a really good one. Yeah. I mean, I treat every page on my website and on my client's website like it's a blog post because it's a link. Same thing. Right. On the note of having like a frequently asked questions pin, do you think it should be like a graphic? What kind of content do you think performs best graphics or actual just plain images? It's a mix of both. Okay. And I hate to be like coy about it, but it's, it's true. I mean, I have, for me, I've, I've tested it all. I'm an actual for the garter girl. Like I'm a product right? So I'm an e-commerce seller and I find, but I also have tons of like advice, sort of more general wedding planning advice on my blog and my website. And so 
I, you just have to kind of test it out and see. Um, and that's kind of the cool part is like, so I find that images that don't have any text on them tend to kind of get saved more mm. in the sense that it's like, maybe it's just some chair ideas, right? Or some bar ideas, right? And those things will kind of get saved as they're gathering their ideas. Inspiration. But something, yes, exactly. And so something that has text on it, that's like, okay, let's go basic. What's a shibari chair? Okay. That's going to get the click throughs because people are like looking for that answer right now. I see. So it's kind of a little mix of, of both. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why it's always good to kind of pin, pin both. I mean, if you think about it, like if you're the pinner and you're scrolling through, right. And it's just like a picture of a chair. You don't know. You're just looking at this image and you don't know what's on the other end when they click through. They don't know if it's just like a pretty chair, um, like how to decorate your home, or if it's the answer to their question, like what's a shibari chair. Right. Um, so when you add a little text on there, it tells them without clicking through what they're going to find when they click through. So it just kind of, just kind of depends, I think a little bit on the content yeah. and also kind of what you have what you know what you're working with and where they go when they click through where they're going right Mm -hmm. so if it's just like kind of a picture of a chair and you're sending them to a real wedding gallery and they want to click through because they want to like maybe see more from that event how does this fit into the overall grand scheme of things you know do you need text on that probably not right but if it's you know a Q&A or something text would probably help you yeah and I like what you said about it's you can just test on Pinterest because you can just oh, yeah. unlimited pins. You could have one piece of content like a blog or something that you wrote and then maybe try out like a video pin, a regular just image pin and then also a graphic yeah. pin and kind of see which one performs best. And then that can kind of be where they go from there as far as like what they mostly pin on Pinterest. Absolutely. I mean, I, somebody described it as like the, the Dory method, like you just keep pinning, right? You know, the movie Finding Nemo and she's like, just keep Dory. She's like, it just keeps swimming. So for me, I just like throw it all out there, hoping that some of it will stick. Yes. And I'm not looking for each piece of content to land. Right. I'm looking for to to be kind of an authority in my niche, right? My keywords, right? I'm looking for when somebody types in wedding garter, I want to be all over it, right? right? Now, this is pretty, it can be competitive, right? So, but if somebody types in like custom wedding garter, mother's dress wedding garter, what do I do with my mom's wedding dress? I want to be not just like on it. I want to be like, so on it. And that's, I think, some where for your listeners when it comes to the rental stuff, um, because it can be really regional based, right? So let's say somebody's living in where I live in Washington, D.C., and they find like this cool chair that they want to rent, but it's from you guys, you know, down in Dallas. It's a little, that's like a little tough, right? right. So the way you get around that and the way you kind of do your mixing and your testing and you do your like Dory method is you really kind of go specific on those keywords. It's like you're throwing a lot out there, like just keep pinning, 
but you're also making it very specific so that maybe, you know, when someone types in ideas for shibari chairs and they don't live in your area, like, okay, that's fine. We help them out. They got their answer. We increased our traffic, whatever. Thank you very much. But like on that, like, chance when they type in like shivari chair dallas or like what does my wedding venue look at night uh, by the way i just booked the like four seasons in dallas oh cool and you want to be all over it no i didn't oh, i'm just i don't even know if there is a four seasons i'm just saying like <laughs> say they they just booked this place and right. they're like where can i put my cake right is it going to be underneath the exit sign i don't know what does the four seasons look like right and so it's like you really want to be able to drill down so that you have so much content on Pinterest so that when someone does type in your sort of like magic mix, right? In your case, it's like rental company Dallas. You're just like, bam, like I'm, I'm there. I'm on it. I'm all over it because I threw so much content and helpful content at Pinterest that they couldn't help but serve me up when somebody typed in my mix. Yeah. I heard once, and I want to get your thoughts if if this is what you think as well. I heard once that on Pinterest, whenever you're titling your pin, you should do like the most generic titling that you think someone would search for. So like you're saying, Shibari chairs in Dallas, like that's you title your image very generic like that. Do you feel like that's true? Oh, yeah. It's not cute or clever and because it's not entertaining. Right. This is the way I like to describe it. I'm like, the Pinterest bots like my husband. (laughs) They do not see pretty things, right? You have to tell them over and over and over and over again. If you just post, like, you know, a bunch of pictures of some, you know, let's just say, like, sparkly linens, and you just, like, you take that Instagram mindset and you're like, all that glitters. And you title it and you put it on a board called Sparkle and Shine and All That Glitters. Well, here's the deal. No one is typing in All That Glitters or Sparkle and Shine into Pinterest because it's a robot, right? Right. The little Pinterest is a robot. It's my husband. It doesn't see (laughs) that that's a picture of a sparkle linen, right? Or, Or a sparkly, you know, bar or like sparkly pieces that you can rent. It, It just doesn't see that. Yeah. And so you have to tell it with words, right? So like with my husband, I have to tell him over and over and over again, right? It's like, this is, I don't know, a pair of jeans. And this is why like, it's important that I have 42 pairs of black boots and they're all, you know, you have to like use words, you have to explain things. Yeah. And so that's the same with a Pinterest bot. You have to use words and it's not good enough to just take that Instagram mentality and try to be cute and clever and entertaining, right? It, you have to be very specific saying like sparkle linen or sparkle chair or sparkle bar for rent in Dallas. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. We had, after I heard that point, I went and looked in our Pinterest and all of our boards were named cute things. Like we had a, a board that was specifically about like, social parties and we had like here to party with like a little exclamation mm-hmm. and I had to go in and change it to something really like Dallas part like so generic and boring and it hurt yes. a little bit because I wanted it to be like fun and cute but for Pinterest I like what you said about that it's just a search engine like people yeah. 
aren't going to be typing in here to party and find that board. Right. I had have a client, she's a uh, wedding planner and she, and you know, planners and designers, they, and they look everything to look good and everything's yeah. got to have a brand and everything's got to look good. And like all of her boards were just her Pinterest boards was just one word, a color mm-hmm. and everything. It was like red, yellow, fuchsia, you know, all these things. And I, I had to be like, okay, um, <laughs> we're going to redo all of these. And we're going to be really specific. Red what? Right. Are these red? Is this red lipstick? Are these red flowers? Are these red, you know, invitation designs? What are these? Is Are these red shoes? It's just, it's all the things. And so you really have to be specific because just remember, it's a little robot and it has to be told. And I think where your expertise as a designer comes in and, and, the, and the beauty of, you know, the products that you guys are offering, it doesn't come through in the words. It comes through in that beautiful image. Right. Or in that answer to their question. Right. That's where the expertise comes in. It's so true. And it's not about the title of the board or what you name the title of your pin or what you name, like the, for the consumer, right? So the, the potential client, they're not like, wow, she That's named great. this <laughs> like, you know, natural wood table. That's upsetting. Yeah. So it's just, they're just, they're looking at the image. They're, you know, they're just like every other human. They're selfish. They're like, solve my problem now. Or in, you know, my case as an e-commerce business, solve my problem yesterday. Yeah. And that's what they're looking for. They're just looking for answers. They're just like any other human. Solve my problems. Yeah. Make my life better. I use Pinterest and it's funny now that we're talking about this, like whenever I'm scrolling through Pinterest trying to get inspiration for my house or whatever, I don't really normally look at the title. Like I look at Pinterest for the images. That's the whole reason that I'm on there yeah. in the first place. So I would imagine that's how everyone else is too. Yeah. It's just, it's a, by their own words, they're a visual search and discovery platform. Mm. That's it. Search and discovery. It was started by people who used to work at Google. Oh. So yes. So you, you really want to put it up there with Google, um, YouTube. I mean, this is the way I describe it. So Google is searching with words, right? Mm -hmm. YouTube is searching with video. Um, and Pinterest is searching with pictures. Now, YouTube, you can say is like kind of that mix of entertaining. Right. At the end of the day, YouTube is like the second largest search engine in the world. Number one is Google, two is YouTube, and three is Pinterest. You know, and I think, I think sometimes, especially in, I think your niche with the rental companies, they're just like, man, that's not my thing. I'm not a writer. I don't know. Like, I just, it just feels like one more thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm super sensitive to that because I get it. I'm a business owner too. I understand. Um, Pinterest is like so far down on my to-do list. Right. Um, That being said, there are, it's like we were talking at the very beginning, cost benefit. That's where your clients are. It's like this big networking event where all your people are hanging out and you get to tell everyone you're the expert, but you don't want to go. 
right? It's, it's like a tough call. And what I love the most, the mostest about Pinterest is that you can pre-schedule all of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like Instagram, I'm like on there babysitting it every day. And then when TikTok came out and Clubhouse and oh my God, I'm like, I cannot with any of this. Yeah. I cannot. It's like the dailiness that makes my heart just, whew. Yeah. But with Pinterest, you get to set it and forget it. And right. that is my favorite thing. So there's tons of schedulers out there. Uh, my favorite one, by far the bestest one, um, is Tailwind. Tailwind? Tailwind. Okay. T-A-I-L-W-I-N-D. Tailwind. And it's the best because it was created specifically for Pinterest back in the day. So they kind of get it. A lot of the schedulers, right, like Later and Planoly, they offer Pinterest scheduling, but it's not nearly as like robust as what Tailwind offers. Personally, for me, I actually, I use Planoly for Instagram and I use Tailwind for my Pinterest. Okay. Just because I'm like a, I'm like a buckets person. I like to keep every, everybody in their, in their same lane. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I just, I, I know that Tailwind does offer Instagram scheduling, but again, I'm like a buckets person. I like, I like everyone to stay in their lane, but yeah. I do know, cause I've used all the schedulers through my different clients and stuff. And Tailwind is the best, cool. um, for Pinterest. Um, that. but you just, yeah, we can talk offline about that too, but like, it's like very, like I said, set it and forget it. And it, that's what I just love the most about it. Yeah. I get to do it, schedule it. And then not think about it for a month, two months, six months, and it's all being done and happening in the background. Yeah. And it's great. That is nice. Are there any mm-hmm. other um, like strategies for how, I think it's called tagging. Is that what it is? Whenever you go into it, you're creating a pin, you do the title, and then at the bottom, there's like the little, you can type in like kind of keywords at the bottom. Oh, you're talking about on a video pin or an idea pin? Okay, so on a, just a regular standard like image pin, you you have the title and the description and the link. So meaning like the links, like where is it going when someone clicks this? On video pins, which is basically a pin that's video, fancy, <laughs> clever, <laughs> um, you have the option of adding tags. And those are not visible to the to the to the user, the potential client, pinner, whatever you want to call them. Um, so let's just say it's like rental chairs in Dallas. You, I think you get like ten tags. So you would want to put like rental furniture, rental chairs. I, they're all predetermined, so you have to go by what um, Pinterest has. Right. Um, and then the same is with. Their Pinterest's newest feature, which is idea pins, um, they have a tagging function too, or I think they call them categories. But basically, you have to type in, and it'll like auto-populate. And you know, they're not very specific because they don't know our industries, but they're getting better, more tags and things like that. Did that answer your question? Yeah, it does. So you recommend just doing as specific as you can with the options that. It gives you. Yes, very specific. Like, yeah, as specific as you can. Like for me, again, because I make wedding garters, I don't, there might be a wedding garter tag, I forget. Um, but I'm going for things like, you know, bride, fashion, bridal fashion, wedding, wedding dress, right. gifts, things like that. So for you guys, for your listeners, it would be like 
um, more like event, corporate event, wedding event, like ideas, inspirations, things like that. You have to just start typing right, and see what comes up because there's no like public place to look for what their available tags and categories are. It's just based on, yeah, what's there. Okay. But yes, I do recommend like, listen, the way I see it is if Pinterest gives you the space, they're saying like, do this right? It's kind of like on Instagram. They give you 30 tags. My philosophy is you use 30 tags. Yeah. Hashtags. I mean, on Pinterest, if they give you 100 characters for the title, use them, right? If they give you 500 words for the description, use it. If they give you an opportunity to add tags, they're saying like, help us. Help us learn more about what's in this pin so that I can then serve it to the right exact person who's asking for that. Again, it's like a little robot. They're like, give me, give it to me. I want to know. Because if it's just like a picture of a chair, yes, like Pinterest has like visual recognition. They can see that it's a picture of a chair, but like they don't know. Is it, is it home decor ideas? Is it weddings? Is it corporate? What, what is it? And, you know, it could be like, is it, you know, how to play ring around the rosy? Like it, it could be all the things. And so that's why they need to tell you. Or, sorry, you need to tell them. You need to tell them yeah, with words, actual words. I know it freaks everyone in the event space out. They're like, I'm not so good with words. <laughs> but this is why I love it, because you say exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be cute or clever about it. Yeah. And as we discussed, being cute or clever actually hurts you. I like that. That's a great tip. I like the tip of using all of the the word count that they give you, because it's, it's yes. word count for a reason. <laughs> yeah. They want you to use it. It's mm-hmm. how the, it's how the little robot knows. Listen, if you type in, if you put in all like your whole, let's say you have like a whole rental inventory, and you pin all that and you get it on the Pinterest, and you're like, I am a rock star. <laughs> but if you don't put any words associated with it, how would they even know? How would the Pinterest bot even know to put that to to serve it up to people? They have no way of knowing. None. Well, are there any like last uh, points that you would want to cover about Pinterest that we haven't touched on yet or any last tips or tricks? Um, I guess the biggest, we can kind of, we kind of touched on this, but my biggest point is that I do love Pinterest because I do think it's like tailor-made for the wedding industry in the sense that, you know, like in, in December and January when things are slow, like that's when I'm working on my Pinterest. I'm pre-scheduling those things. I'm like, all right, what am I doing? Because I know that when June hits, that's not like when I'm going to be like, you know what? Let me go ahead and schedule a thousand pins. Right. Right. I mean, I just went on to my tailwind, which is where everything's pre-scheduled because I had to check something out. I have like 1,700 pins scheduled. Wow. Because, which I did months ago, because now October is not the time Mm -hmm. for me to be doing that. And just going into like those busy seasons with the confidence to know that it's happening, that I'm already set up for like this 2020 booking season and I've done everything I can do that just that feels so good to me. It's like, it feels like one less thing off my plate. For sure. Like, so I put things on my plate when it comes to Pinterest when things are slow. And that way 
I can just feel so much better when things are busy. We talk yeah. a lot about like time management and just all the things that come mm-hmm. with being a business owner. And I'm not, I know not every company has a content manager like I am for Render. And so I think for the solopreneurs out there, just kind of make it, make it a priority on your slow season to really just amp up the Pinterest game because I really feel like there's just so much growth there. Mm-hmm. So that's where your clients are. Mm-hmm. Whether they're, you know, planners looking for ideas or inspirations or, you know, corporate clients who would hire you. I mean, I can tell you right now, corporate clients are on Pinterest. For sure. I know they are. I have a client who sells a lot of corporate products and she's like blown away at the number of people who work for big companies who are using Pinterest because they're just like the people doing these things and buying these. They're just, they're just regular people. And if you've never done an event before and your boss is like, PS holiday party for everybody go. You're like, I had, you know, and what do you do? You do, you're not going into Instagram and searching. You're going in Pinterest or Google. Right. Well, this was a great conversation with you. I appreciate yes. you so much for coming on. Tell our Thank listeners you. real quick where they can find you on the internet. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my main business is Garter Girl. So you can, if you are really interested in wedding garters, that is where you need to go. But I also have a personal Instagram. I bit the bullet. I did it. I started a personal one. Um, and it's just the Julianne Smith on Instagram. I know I spent this whole time talking badly about Instagram, but now I'm telling you to go to my Instagram. <laughs> no, we, but, all love, we all love Instagram here. It just is a little trickier sometimes. <laughs> well, it's that, it's the networking, yeah. right? You get different things out of different, like if I'm trying to get clients, I'm doing all the things, right? And, and part of all the things is Pinterest. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if you want to connect with me personally, the best place to do that is probably not Pinterest. The best place is probably Instagram or you can always email me. Yeah. What's your email? Tell our oh. <laughs> oh, my website is the garter girl or, uh, sorry, the garter girl.com or juliannesmith.com. And then you can email me at info at the garter girl.com or info at juliannesmith.com. Perfect. I like to keep it simple. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope to see you back next week and we'll talk to you guys later. Yes, thank you guys. Thanks.